I was like, how can I, you know, teach me some techniques so I can use this for my homilies? So I won't be like the priest in Poland. That was my experience going to the church every Sunday with my parents. My dad, he was sleeping in the pew, like for the 10-minute homilies up, you know. And right after the, the priest was done, my mom was like, <coughs> I was like, oh, okay. I believe in God, Father Almighty, na, na, na. I always had this image in my, in my uh, head. I don't want to be this kind of priest, you know, who just uh, is a good lullaby priest, you know, who just puts his parishioners into deep sleep. Hopefully I'm not this kind of priest, which takes me now to uh, the solemnity, uh, the assumption, the assumption. Such a powerful um, solemnity, which is of course the holy day of obligation. Uh, why? Because it's like Sunday. We have to celebrate this beautiful mystery of our faith, which is now a dogma. If you remember in 1950, uh, the assumption of Our Lady was uh, pronounced by the Pope as a dogma. Dogma is kind of like, a, like the law of gravity in physics. You cannot say it doesn't exist. You can say, I don't believe in gravity. Okay, jump off from the like, third floor. We'll see what happens, right? You can deny it, but it still exists. So Pope decided finally to say that this is the dogma, which means you can deny it, it still exists. It really happened. The assumption happened. Uh, we could talk about, you know, how it's proved in the scripture. That's for our Christian brothers and sisters who are not Catholics. Uh, they always believe in the Bible. So if it's not in the Bible, it didn't happen. Well, it's in the Bible. Uh, pretty hidden, but it's there. So you have to, uh, you know, really dig really deep. Now, what does it mean for us, the assumption? Uh, it's something that will happen to all of you one day, the assumption. Just, just remember, we, we're not gonna talk about the basic question that people might ask, and that's even what I did a few years ago. Mary was taken body and soul to heaven. Okay, question is, did she die before or she didn't? We don't know, okay? And let's, let's leave it that way. There are some questions in this life, but uh, there is no point even to answer them. This one is one of them. Did she die before? I don't know. I usually lean towards, yes, she did. But there is another school that says, no, she didn't. Let's leave it. It's like, uh, is vanilla ice cream the best ice cream? Some people say yes, some people say no. Like, I don't know, it's like objective, it depends on you. Here, we don't know. It doesn't really matter. It really matters that Mary was taken body and soul into heaven, why? Well, because she was, as you know from the first reading, the ark. Like in the Old Testament, the ark was carried the Ten Commandments, right? The manna from heaven and the staff of Moses. So you had them in the ark. Mary is the new ark the new Ark of the New Covenant, because Mary was carrying Jesus inside her, right, when, while she was pregnant. So now, when Jesus is in heaven, 
He needs his mother with him. She was without original sin, another dogma. So Jesus, of course, took care of her. It was not possible to leave Mary on earth, uh, but this is how, you know, Jesus loves us so much. Mary was the ark without original sin, so she could skip the whole process of, you know, body that dies and was taken to heaven right after, probably right after death again. We don't know if she died. I think she did. In a beautiful way. Uh, if you have watched The Passion by Mel Gibson, it's based on the visions which were approved by the church of blessed uh, Catherine Emmerich, this is how it's pronounced in German, a Catholic nun. Uh, she wrote the whole uh, story of salvation, which was revealed to her by God. And she talks about Mary's death. So Mary died in a beautiful way. Again, it's not in the Bible. The church has never decided how it happened, if it really happened, we don't know. But the, the outcome is beautiful for us. It will happen to you and me one day. That's why we celebrate as a solemnity. But one day, your soul will be reunited with your resurrected body. And that's, that's what makes this solemnity such a beautiful, uh, beautiful <coughs> uh, feast day for us. Just a reminder, <coughs> even, if, even if this life ends one day, <coughs> you will live forever. And after the judgment day, your body will be reunited with your soul. And that's why we do it. It's the, such a uh, huge, <coughs> huge hope. And now Mary, of course, as we know, she appears to many people. And Our Lady of Lourdes is just one example out of many how she, she uh, comes back sometimes just to remind us, go to my son, go to my son, not, don't come to me, I'm not God. Go to my son, go to my son, and do penance. Do penance, go to my son. That's what she always says whenever she appears. If it's Lourdes, if it's Fatima, it's Guadalupe, if it's a few places in Poland, she appeared in Poland too. Uh, she does it all the time. Go to my son. The assumption is, remember, one day uh, you will be with him and your body will be reunited uh, with your soul. Uh, like St. Paul, I love this, when he asked this question to the, you know, to the letter, in the letter to the Corinthians. Death, where is your victory? Where is your stink? It doesn't exist. You lost. You have lost. And this is such a moment for us. Let's pray that Mary will intercede for us on the way to heaven. And one day we'll be reunited with our bodies and souls in front of God, <coughs> singing holy, holy, holy for all eternity. It will be really awesome, believe me. We don't understand it yet. But when you are there, it's, you don't want to go back. You don't want to go back. Let's, let's remember Mary today. That's the, such a great hope that she's taken to heaven. It will happen to us one day. One day, it's our destiny.